Welcome to another episode of the Best Cave Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray Falaren. As usual, I'm not alone. I am joined by my brethren, Mbilo Might Just and Prince Dways. What's going on, gents? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm cozy. I'm calm, you know. Life is, I don't know, actually, bro. Like, I'm just, I'm floating, dog. I'm floating with the wind. You're floating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are you yeah. floating to? I don't know, bro, because, you know. Actually, I, I, guys, I don't nah, know. I don't know. Nah, this. I'm just. Let's go through yeah, something. Leave, leave me alone. Normally, uh, at the, with the start of this dog. episode, I have something to say, but today, I. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I was quiet, bro. I was waiting for the emotions, bro. Nah, like, bro. See, the thing is, go. I'm not. I'm not heartbroken. I'm not ecstatic about anything. Like I'm just vibing, like for real. Oh, there's like, been I'm healing. Not. I see. Okay, that's good. The bro. healing's already done, dog. It's just you know, I'm I'm getting ready to go back out there. That's what's happening. Okay, guys. Um, can can we can we focus? We had to work, yeah. Um, <laughs> we had to work, and. I uh, don't want to waste too much time. It's a good day today. It's an exciting day today because uh, this week's episode, we are going to be discussing or reviewing. You've never said it's an exciting day, but anyway. Oh, what? Come on, fam. <laughs> You've Loud. never said that before. <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying it for Bilo, for Bilo's sake, just, you know, to lift the spirits. Yeah, okay. um, yeah it's an exciting right. day, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about a project called These Songs Are About You 2 by SBX, also known as Bahia. Obviously, this is uh, a follow-up to her previous release, which was called These Songs Are About You. And I remember when the first one dropped, it dropped at a very weird time because I think we were almost done with our, like, recordings for the year and so we couldn't schedule yeah. it and it was unfortunate you know um that we couldn't get around to it um but yeah so i'm really really excited that this time around you know it it, it drops now in like march or whatever and so we we're able to actually get into it and yeah what were you guys's initial thoughts when you heard this album or even the previous one, really. Like, coming into this, what were your initial thoughts? Yeah, I mean, obviously, with, like, the title and everything, um, you expect some sort of continuation. Um, and I feel like, you know, like, it, it, it played really well into the, the whole story of, you know, something happening with somebody that's not going well. And I feel like I felt quite a bit of emotion in this project, like, just, you know, listening to the lyricism and all of that. Um, initially, I think, like for me, I, I had to grow into this one. I won't even lie to you. I think, obviously, it's eight songs. I, I genuinely enjoy the last four the most. I think that's where I, I connected the most with it. But honestly, I, I really enjoyed, like, you know, the way um, SBX, when she sings, like the vocal ranges, the exploration of that was really cool. And yeah, man, like it was it was a really good project. I, I, I like the project. I like the project. I won't lie. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, I enjoyed this project. Um, like it's it's crazy because I also kind of felt, you know, the same way. You know, when I first heard it, I, I remember Cz was saying earlier, like it was a bit like I didn't quite get it at first for some reason. It didn't quite mm. connect when I first heard it. 
um but it grew on me it, you know it really it just grew on me like as i continued to play it out more um but yeah i think this was like a continuation like you say it was a continuation of her previous you know works it, it didn't feel like it was you know out of the realm of what she was doing before but it felt a bit more refined mm. and lyrically yeah. i feel i feel like she went more in depth in this one mm. you know um so I, I i really ended up enjoying this i really appreciated the production i felt like it was very consistent throughout everything felt you know very put together like put together very well and yeah i really i really enjoyed this yeah for sure yeah man it's uh it's an interesting one because i remember even the first one these songs are about you from 2020 i think um mm. when i was listening to that one for the first time the only song that i like uh connected with immediately or, or the one that i like fell in love with immediately was the song called for you um mm. i think that's the one that had the snow allegra sample um uh, over there yeah and instantly i was like i love this song but all the other songs, I was still on the fence about them until, you know, months later even. This time around, similar thing. However, I got into it uh, a lot quicker. But I needed that time, you know. And I guess that's just how music is sometimes. You know, sometimes you listen to something and for whatever reason, maybe it's just where you are in your life, whatever's happening around you, you're just unable to, you know, fully open and, and connect with something. And then down the line you know, everything aligns properly and then you, you fall in love, you know, with the art. And I feel like that's what happened with this one. Um, but yeah, let's get right into the songs, man. Uh, the first song was called Why, I think. That's, that's the first one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the first one, yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on that one? Yeah, uh, see, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if you picked it up. Or maybe this was just me. You know, at like the end of the song when like the song kind of plays itself out. Mm-hmm. It was very reminiscent of like Wale's H2O. H2O. <laughs> from for Lauren. I don't know. I, don't, I promise you. I don't know if you heard it. Like there's that weird riff that sounds exactly like H2O to some extent. Maybe that was that probably wasn't that intentionally. It was just vibe. But I really like that. But yeah, in terms of why, man, I think, you know, as an intro, it did well in terms of kind of contextualizing what everything was about. Obviously, we can see that like it's a relationship and things are kind of rocky and things are tense. Um, at first, you know, it kind of felt like it was just monotonous in a sense. But I really enjoyed how once you started getting to, you know, the middle of the song, there was a lot more being done with like the vocal range. Like, you know, XBX, the way that she started singing some of the lyrics was kind of what woke me up and I was like, okay, yeah, now nah, this is actually a decent intro. Let's see what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And I think it really did well in terms of that as an intro kind of contextualizing and keeping me on the edge of my seat to some extent of being like, okay, let's see what what's next kind of thing. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think this was definitely a strong intro um, to the project. I think um, the wordplay was really good on the hook the production again just clean smooth um i like you know how the writing like i said earlier on it's it seems to have evolved in a sense where she's you know stringing her thoughts together a bit more better a bit more clearer Mm -hmm. um on this project um there's a there's a part i like where she says um why would you give me no time i'm giving you mine 
Why is your heart in a fix? Why can't we try and fix this? Why can't I leave? Boy, I'm fixed. Like, that's like almost like that triple entendre, mm. you know, mm. flow yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Like, I like, you know, how she really got deep with the pen on this one. Um, but yeah, um, definitely a song I enjoyed for sure. Yeah. I think um, something that's going to keep coming up as we review the rest of this is her songwriting. Um, I have a feeling uh, that we're all under the same impression that she really leveled up this time around. Um, yeah. But yeah, the song, you know, I really enjoyed the Dark Trap Soul production. I like how she opened the song with the timestamp, you know, um, to help set the scene and to contextualize the story. You know, wait, guys, um, whose producer tag is that? I'm really not sure. Yeah, I but I like I hear it. I feel like yeah, produced the whole album. It sounds, it, it <laughs> yeah, looks, like yeah, I've heard that before. Song. You know, and yeah, within I the song, it. the last verse is definitely my favorite. You know, it's a very reflective point of view, looking back. You know, at why things happened the way they happened within the relationship. You know. Um, it's that reflection and you know sometimes reflection brings regret so i don't really you know uh yeah i can't <laughs> stay away from those things but i enjoyed this you know um but yeah the, the second song was called same story how are you guys feeling about this one i would lie um with this one i liked how same story was kind of like structured um Oh, at the start, she was kind of talking about, like, at the start of the relationship, you know, when we kind of wrote this chapter together, um, you know, these were the expectations. This is kind of where we wanted things to go. And obviously, things didn't work out. So it's like that reference back to chapter one and like, yeah, we're back here again. Mm. Why is it like this? All of that. Like, I think that was genuinely what I really enjoyed. And obviously, with that play on, you know, with the, the, the play on words with the title as well, like now we're just replaying the same story like there's no mm. growth there's no development there's nothing new coming from this and i think from a creative perspective of writing the song that was really really dope i won't lie like i really enjoyed that it kind of kept me intrigued and kept me encapsulated with everything so yeah i can i can say that about that one mm. yeah um i don't have too much to say about this track i did enjoy it um i have a bit of critiques um i just feel like on the hook like the vocals were slightly like just off a bit like this was just one of like a very few moments where i just felt like she could have just executed a bit better i think it was still a dope song i think it was um still executed well just that certain there was a specific part i think it was the hook um but yeah i, I still enjoyed it i think it also could have done like with her laying her vocals a bit more on this track mm. that would have been nice to hear but um yeah for the most part i still enjoyed it for what it was though yeah yeah man i think um with this song much like the intro song uh this time around she opens up the song with setting the scene um by saying page one said i love you said i trust you but you changed the whole chapter and obviously the name of the song is called same story so you know you've got the whole reference thing happening over there um so just from a songwriting point of view i really enjoyed the song um yeah I, you guys know i love words and i love it when people you know get smart and you know try creative things and so yeah 
I really enjoyed this one from a songwriting perspective. And it was very short, you know, two and a half minutes, straight to the point. Yeah, this felt like you a get the message. vibe. Yeah, you know? She didn't try to do too much with this one, so I, I like that. Um, the next song was called I Don't Wanna Love Ya. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this was an interesting one. How are you guys feeling about this song? Yeah, I think yeah, I can really commend on um, the vocals. There was mm-hmm. that part where like the chorus was sang in such a or like I don't know if it was the chorus or it, but like you know that vocal range that was kind of the um, touched. Yeah, yeah, the delivery here. I think I read like that was what I really enjoyed. Like it was just such a good listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, it was more there was more emphasis on the vocal performance more than anything for me personally. But like you know, this one I really did like, and yeah, man, thumbs up for that. Yeah, this sounded like just the anthem for the baddies, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the baddie anthems. You know me and the baddie anthems. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, the BBO. <laughs> exactly, bro, for life, dog. So, yeah, no, this one, I, I enjoyed it. Like you said, her delivery here, I think, you know, from this point out, I think her vocals really started to shine, like, you know um throughout the project uh yeah i I just think personally this was you know just one of those creeping songs creeping around the city you know in the streets (laughs) um (laughs) she's saying i don't want you needed to mess with your head look now i'm right in your bed it just sounds like you know she's being scandalous she's in that bag she's she's in the streets you know what i'm saying so Mm. i see i see her but I enjoyed the song, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think from a narrative uh, point of view, obviously, I think, you know, for the most part, this project deals with the end of a relationship. Um, yeah. mm. And so a song like this one, I Don't Want to Love, it almost feels like, um, so the, the, like, you know, she's going through the breakup and then now she's almost just, you know, trying to do like a casual thing on the side while she's you know trying to get over you know x-men and that um yeah trying to hit the rebounding yeah and so i like what it adds to the narrative you know um because there are people who who would relate to something like this you know after a breakup you go into many other things. especially joburg <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, so you, guys, you guys say like Pretoria isn't bad either. Yo, this place, <laughs> hey, take, <Doug. laughs> Yeah, this, I think just this <laughs> province, Doug. Like, if you want peace, leave. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the narrative, and then obviously going back to what you guys were saying, her delivery, especially on the chorus of the song. It was just, it was, it was gorgeous, you know. Um, almost, you know, it, it almost uh, distracts you from what the song is about, you know, because you're just there grooving, but you're like, hang on, you know, this is about a casual link up in that, you know, but I'm in it, you know, like, mm, you know. link. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, like, the sample that was used in the production, I also liked that. Um, it wasn't, like, too overpowering, you know. Um, it just, it, it sat right, uh in the mix it just sat well in the mix um so yeah that was i don't want to love you or i don't want to love sorry the next song is called over the moon um which for me 
I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. This is my favorite song on the album. Bro, I've been loving these acoustic feels artists have been Yeah, doing I was you about a, a, that, that was gonna it. be my first point, dog. Yeah, like this I is my favorite song. So how you guys feeling about this one? I think I just love like it it, it always I feel like on the acoustic front, like it always feels like a break, dog. You know, like some sort of obviously it's not an interlude, but it feels like a break when like the project kind of just strips itself down. And then you get to focus more on like the vocal performance and 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 the words and all of that. I think that's what I really enjoyed. And I mm. think based on your previous points, um, when we look at the previous song and kind of like the conversation and the topic being, you know, like I'm out here, I don't want to love all of that. This kind of stripped down part, the follow up was more of like, you know, I wish this could have happened. I wish we could have been here. I wish I could have seen whatever, you know, it's more mm-hmm. of that reflective kind of, and obviously like the music or the the guitar itself kind of plays into that, you know, the instrumental mm-hmm. kind of plays into that thought, that reflective nature of kind of what she's going through. So I think from that yeah. perspective, I really did enjoy the song and yeah, man, shout out. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. These type of tracks, they definitely bring out the feels. Um, I think she really excels you know vocally on this on this type of production like i think this was maybe like second best or best vocal performance on this whole project Mm -hmm. from her i think she did really well on here um just one little thing i do notice i just feel like sometimes her pronunciation like sometimes i can't really catch what she's saying you know but um yeah what i did catch though (laughs) (laughs) uh there's one part where she says i just think you know like the poetic vibes always like that she says how i feel about you isn't where it should be want to hate you but i know i love you Mm -hmm. love you endlessly no i want to cry but i won't let you see me weep wish you saw how much my love remedied like i just think that's Mm -hmm. that's deep you know she you can really feel what she's going through there um the emotions that it's bringing out in her um, so I love that she really portrayed that on this, especially like Mbile was saying, just with that sort of production, it really puts you in that place and in that mind space. So yeah. it was definitely dope. Yeah, you know, um, obviously this is my favorite song on the album. Um, and even though it is the most stripped down song on the entire album, it feels complete, you know, like, it doesn't feel like it's missing anything. Um, For sure. And I just want to go back to your point that you had made because something just clicked right now yeah. for me. You were talking about how, you know, just like, because the song is literally just an electric guitar and her vocals, it feels sort of empty in a way. But not like like there's something missing, but it just feels like there's yeah. a lot of space and emptiness within the song, right? Yeah. And earlier you had also mentioned how the previous song, you know, was about a casual link up and all those things. And I don't know if it was done deliberately or if it's just, this is just us now putting the pieces together. But, you know, the previous song, if the previous song is about a casual hookup, right, um, in the midst yeah. of you dealing with a heavy heartbreak, you know, you hook up with this person and it's meaningless sex, whatever it is. And so a part of you still feels empty, you know? And yeah, then true, now when you true. come into it's like this that song, sobering thought, dog. Yeah. yeah. So now this song is almost like that emptiness, 
It's the you emptiness, know? yeah. Yeah, which is, yeah. I just, uh, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> mm. Wow. That I is would a- lie, like, it just reminds me of, like, when you're at the club and you're having the time of your life and then you lose your phone. <laughs> you <sober> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> like, you see it, you sober up and you're like, what the hell? Like, all the fun is done. <laughs> like, the worst shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that, that was, like, the sobering thought that I had in my mind. Mm. Hey, heart, I, I've never had my heart broken like that so like you know I had to play on something I could relate to yeah you've never had your heart yeah. broken no like that because <laughs> oh, obviously like yeah. you know what I mean like I've I've had but it's not you know it's never been yeah. I'm just checking like I'm just checking it's not like I'm gonna buy myself a tub of hug and dolls or some shit like that and then mm. it's never been that late. <laughs> a tub of hug and dolls yeah but like you know on, on, on like on like a more serious note back to like the whole story and narrative and, and how it fits into this you know this exploration of a breakup and healing from this breakup and whatnot. It's just, you know, it got me thinking, you know, it's just, it's painful, you know, loving someone from, from afar, almost like watching them from the outside in a sense, you know, like that once familiar elements of their life is sort of now just reduced to nothing more than like the occasional mentions and conversation and things like that. It's like, it almost feels like, they exist to you now as nothing more than living proof that something can still hurt you even without any contact at all you know and (laughs) i think you know we all have those memories or pasts um inside of us that we do not bury properly when we go through these losses and some nights you know you find that those unburied memories or pasts you know they visit us and yeah you know sometimes we Bro, tear ourselves okay? apart Sis, what's you wrong know? with you dog? no like, like, are you okay listen no like i get it but you <laughs> no because that's what that's what we do over here you get me like nah, i feel man, like exactly. you know I, I i just feel like sbx has done an, an, an incredible job you know of yeah. of putting you know her story out like this and yeah i feel like it would be a disservice if we didn't go in depth you know um yeah but yeah I that's 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 over the moon ah. um the next song was called Things make me think of the past <laughs> hey <laughs> dog like i'm not i'm not trying I'm to right dog. Dog. I'm hey, even my past is coming up like damn dog damn. Like, okay now nah, I, I got i got one more for the end though we'll keep that for the end um <laughs> The next one is called Say We Just Friends. How are you guys feeling about this one? Yeah, um, I think from a from a story perspective, because like I said, like I really enjoyed this latter half, you know, kind of from the this latter half of the project. I feel like this is where the story kind of connects, you know, when we speak about how on what is it, over the moon. It was basically about, oh, I don't want to love is about the vibes. Over the moon is the reflective period. And then now, say we just friends, is like, you know, and you're still trying to hold on to that little bit of that person or whatever the situation might be. And in a capacity that most probably will not work. I think from a story perspective, in terms of like that continuation, I think it was really dope. The song was cool. Um, you know, obviously production and everything was consistent. And yeah, man, that's that's what I can say about this one. Mm. Uh, you you hit the nail on the head there. I just want to put in that I feel like again, 
like we're saying the the songwriting the ability is crazy bro like there's this like little fishing sort of reference she put in there which was just like so clean like you wouldn't even notice it but when you really like mm. deep the lyrics you're like oh shit bro where she said um tell me i should wait for you call my line tell me i got time for you hook me now before i run away from you <clears throat> like mm. that's just bars mm. bro yeah, that's just yeah, bars yeah. like tell me i should wait for you like you're waiting and then the line like a fishing line and then got time for you like you know when you're chilling waiting for the fish, for the fish. hook me now and before i run me. away yeah, from you yeah yeah like, yeah i was yeah, like come damn on, bro that's bars on. right there imagine said that on like a trap beat bro it's gonna be going crazy hey, Doug, be, it just before the beat drops <laughs> dog you just hear that <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was bars for sure. So nah, I, I I like this song as a whole. Yeah. Uh, I think Apilo said everything about it. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. The next song was out in Fairland. Is that Fairland, right? Did I get yeah. that right? Mm. This yeah. one was my favorite. I would lie. This <laughs> this is my favorite track on this thing. Yeah, you know, what with this song. I feel like it's the most accessible song on on the album. Mm. The hook is very catchy. It's very like it's and it's just it's well delivered, um, and the production obviously it's more trap soul, and so it's easy on the ear because it's familiar, you know. So it's it's very yeah. easy to like this song. There are a lot of things that could make you like this song, um, but yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on that one? That was my two cents. Yeah, man. Um, for me, like I really enjoyed the song. I think. Maybe it is just because of like the the familiarity, but I think also like just the delivery on this beat as well was really good, because I mean you can give anyone trap soul, but not anyone can really do it. So, but I think from this perspective, the song was just yeah, man. The hook was catchy. Obviously, it continues with the story because I think the chorus was like, um, "If we're not for sure, then I can't be yours. Then I'm out the door." Something along those lines. So it's obviously mm-hmm. still playing on that, you know, just before it was say we are friends, but like, you know, you know, it's not, it's not going to happen. So now it's gotten back to that point of like, yo, it's either we give this thing a shot or like I'm out, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of choosing peace. But yeah, nah, I, I just really enjoyed this one. Like it was a really good listen. I think it was only like two minutes though, but like, you know, it was a really, really good listen for me. Yeah. Um, just going off what you said, um, I was going to say, I do feel like this is kind of the part of the project where she kind of wants confirmation in the relationship. Like, she kind of wants to know, like, yo, where is this really going to go? Like, wh- mm-hmm. where are we at with it? Um, for As a song, it wasn't my... I think it was my least favorite, honestly, mm-hmm. on this whole project. So it, it wasn't days. a bad song. Yeah, it wasn't a bad song. It's just, like, compared yeah. to the others, I just didn't prefer it as much as the other songs because... For me, mostly, there wasn't really... There was hardly anything I didn't enjoy, you know? Mm. I don't think there's anything I could say that I didn't enjoy. But this one was just the least sort of favorite for me. Um, But yeah, I don't think it was a bad song, though. Yeah. Nah, I hear you. Um, What is the next song? I um, I can't find my list. It was Deuce. Hey, buddy, it's a Deuce. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, oh, how you guys feeling about this song? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Jews, I think, you know, because we're kind of just getting to the latter stages of the project, last two tracks. 
Um, yeah, I, I really like Jews. I think it also kind of continued with that Trap Solish vibe. Um, I think the execution here was really good as well. And yeah, man, like I feel like it's it's it it was really like you see when we we get to the latter stages. Like I said, like this lower half of the album was most probably my favorite. So I think you know for this, like I just genuinely enjoyed this as well because it was just it. I don't know. It felt very consistent coming towards the end. So yeah, it was a nice one. Mm. Yeah, I like dues. I like dues. I I think it felt very honest. Um. I really felt, you know, those songs where you can just tell this was that real life situation. This happened. She's telling you exactly play by play <laughs> what went down. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like this one. Um, production again, like you said, it's tops. Hook was tops. Um, I would say my favorite part of the verse um, just felt like some some honest shit. It just felt like it just fits so well into. The, the the sort of energy she has on this project um where she says uh we've been back and forth this road is uh longer than we dated your one friend i told you about tried hitting while we dated boy that was too much uh, when i let you know i really thought that you would give a fuck or was that a bluff like i just felt like this is kind of that crumbling point of the mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. you know of the relationship um you can tell man's is just doing his own thing now and she's just like all right you know what um like she says i love me first to pay my dues like she's mm-hmm. gonna you know she sees like hey you know i'm gonna put me first now i'm gonna do my own thing I'll be fine without you. You know, she sees how he is. You know, that type of thing where it's like, I see you now. Like, I see exactly, yeah. like, where you want to take this and I'm going to go my own way. You go your own way. That's the type of energy I got from this. So, mm. I, I enjoyed it. It was dope. Yeah, this one feels like the final statement, you know, um, that she's making in this. And also, I, I just feel like this rela- or this breakup feels like it dragged you know like it wasn't like okay we're breaking up and it's done it almost feels like it was a gradual breakup over months you know and then now she she's like at the end of it she's just fed up like look you know this is like the final statement um and then she's just finally walking away now i think she's just realizing that you know just gotta cut your losses man and and move you know um and yeah so I really enjoyed uh, the conclusion to to the narrative or to this story, and because the next song isn't necessarily um, connected to the narrative that's being told on the project, yeah. so this song actually, Jews, is almost like the actual outro, like the final piece yeah, to the story. Like the ending of. Yeah, the ending of the story. And then 8 was almost like, track 8 was like a bonus. Yeah. Almost. Um, so, yeah, let's 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 get into the last song called For My Brother. Um, My Brother. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot to say. So, you guys can go first, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Dwes, you, you kind of, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of like this kind of being a bonus. Um, mm. I think the message here, like I think to end it off this way was, I didn't like, it was really, it was very touching. I think very, you know, emotional. 
in the sense that you know it's it throughout the project you know we kind of got the relationship aspect and we got you know whatever that situation was but you know just to just to get a bit more vulnerability but from a different scope or from a different lens from a family mm-hmm. perspective you know and i think you know just she poured her heart out on this one in terms of you know just kind of saying you know i hope you can see what i'm doing i hope you can you know i hope i'm making you proud and yeah man i feel like messages like that really just kind of have you deeper and kind of be sentimental but i think it was a really nice way to end it off mm. yeah this was a strong a uh, very strong ending to the project even though it was you know almost like a unofficial ending in a sort um but yeah i think again her vocal performances on these sort of acoustic more stripped away tracks is always like just amazing like for some reason i don't know why it's just it just feels like 10 times more better <laughs> when mm-hmm. she's on these type of tracks um but yeah i think i'm not really sure just from the lyrics like if her brother if she's speaking about her brother as in a sense as he passed away mm. or you know it kind of feels like because she talks about uh him being a guardian age angel yeah and trying yeah. to find you and every person they won't compare they shouldn't try to like you know it kind of feels like she lost him and this is kind of like one of those you know tributes to him um type of vibes um yeah but i think this was a beautiful song like you said uh, a good finish to a very strong finish to the project for sure yeah you know when i listened to this song um it took me back to when we did the Muzi review, remember when Muzi did the dedication to his late mom? Um, yeah. The Mama EP. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that in a sense of for that entire episode, you know, we weren't necessarily like analyzing from a, like a technical point of view or, you know, from like a very critical point of view. We just, we just spoke about what those songs made us feel emotionally, you know? Yeah. And I feel like this is the same for this song as well. Um, you know, for me, in the past six months, I've been on like a very intentional journey of understanding grief. And, you know, just this past weekend, I watched this movie called This Is Not A Burial, It's A Resurrection. It's an African movie. And that movie touched on various types of grief and how we grieve for different things, not just, you know, people. And one of the quotes that really stood up for me was when uh, the character was like, she will die over and over again for the rest of your remaining life. That's grief. It's a senseless suffering. There's no meaning to it. And before we started recording, I was saying to you guys how for a while, like I was struggling to get into this album until I watched that movie. And something just opened up in me and then like everything just started to click, you know, with uh, who SBX is as an artist and who Spike is as a person, you know. Um, but those lines, you know, I'm talking about like she will die over and over again for the rest of your life. Um, it got me thinking about how someone once said, you know, when you lose someone, they die over and over again for the rest of your life. Like love, mm. when it's right, it happens yeah. over and over again as if it's the first time. Death and life, love and hate, fear and excitement, they are so much closer than we make them seem. And, you know, as we sit here today, 
I, I'm thinking about these last couple of years with the pandemic and all these things and how we've all lost so much. You know, we've lost people, we've lost time. Some people have lost dreams. And that in itself is grief, you know. And yeah. all that grief informs the way we continue to grieve moving forward. And so there isn't much we can, you know, like I said, from a technical point of view, there isn't much we can say about this song. But, you know, to to SBX or whoever is listening, I guess, you know, um, whoever is trying to deal with any type of loss, you know, um, yeah, I guess we know. I just hope that we realize that we don't always lose people by way of death. You know, sometimes we lose people by way of distance. Sometimes we lose people by way of life changes. And a lot of the time we also lose ourselves and we should allow ourselves to like, the space to grieve all of those types of losses. And I don't know, maybe, maybe there's beauty in the departure. You know, maybe it's not all doom and gloom. Maybe there is some divinity in channeling those who you live for. Uh, maybe every loss, every burial, and even every heartbreak will make sense in the end. Um, so, yeah, this is like the thoughts that I had. Well, these are like the thoughts that I had when I came to the end of the song. You know, just another way of looking at lost and channeling that void, you know, for the people who are gone now. Because with this, with this back here on this song, it, it seems like, you know, her brother is no longer around. And, you know, so now she's channeling, you know, these emotions and these songs to him and for him, in a sense, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I got from that song, essentially. Long story short. Yeah, I love poet to take it. This nigga poet, dog. Lauren with the thing, you know. Machiavelli. Hey, dog. Yeah, guys, anything else you want to add to this? Nah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to more, man. Like, I'm really keen to see what's next, to be fair. Plessis, what am I going to say after what you just said? Yeah, dog, like this nigga. No, as in like closing thoughts, guys, like. I, 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 I'm depressed, bro. Like, I'm hurt. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> like, this man is deep, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, hey, I didn't, like, I expected it, but I didn't expect it. And, yeah. yeah. I, all I could say is, in closing, um, I really enjoyed this project. Uh, I'm keen to see the evolution of SBX, where she takes it from here. I think this was, you know, a good stepping stone. Um. Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's go. Mm. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to SBX. Uh, this was this was a great project, and I'm glad that we finally, you know, we finally reviewed something from her because last last time we missed it. Um. Yeah. If you're listening and you've never heard of SBX, make sure you go check out the album. It's called "These Songs Are About You Too." There's also these songs about you, one, I guess. Um, check everything one out. About you um, <laughs> 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 yeah, man, you know, sending sending much love and, and positive vibrations to SBX and, you know, everyone else out there, you know, just trying to figure this life thing out. Um, yeah. yeah, man, my name has been CZ Ray for Lauren, a.k.a. the guy about nothing. 
This has been the best KFC hey, podcast. Top performance today. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, for Lauren showed up. Lauren showed up. Yo, I was yo, not alone, yo. as you can hear. Put I was with my brethren. I was with my brethren, Spiller Mike, Just, and Prince Dways. Until next time, yes, stay shining. Sir. Peace and love. Deuces. Okay,